The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Maureen Casaus about her Escape Collection wedding at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she chose the Escape Collection and how she planned everything and how everything turned out. So welcome, Maureen. Hello, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided to have an Escape Collection wedding at Walt Disney World. My new husband, Justin, and I are both huge Disney fans. We go to Disneyland almost every year for New Year's, and we even got engaged there. At first, we were thinking of having a wedding at Disneyland, and then we decided to dream a little bigger and looked at Walt Disney World, and we realized that the venues were beautiful there, and we wanted to have an intimate wedding with some close friends and family, and so the escape package looked just wonderful to us, and It was a relatively easy planning process compared to how other weddings can be. We love the fact that we can coordinate our wedding with with our coordinator, Chrissy, through the escape planning kit. They had beautiful selections, and we just realized that we could have our dream wedding for a pretty fair budget and in this gorgeous area with with the Disney wedding. That's wonderful. Now, you're from my hometown, way over in California. So how did your friends and family react when they found out you were getting married in Florida? (laughs) Some of them thought that we actually meant Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, almost everyone was really excited about it. They were not surprised that we'd be having a Disney wedding because they knew that we were such huge Disney fans. But when they realized it was in Florida, they were excited to make a vacation out of it. And so... Many of them planned their trips so they could arrive early or stay a few days after the wedding and go to the Disney parks. So it was met with a lot of positivity. It was also kind of funny that when I first introduced the idea of a Disney wedding to my sister, she said that she thought it was going to be like a child's birthday party. But she also said that it turned out to be one of the most elegant weddings she's ever been to. So Disney did a wonderful job. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that because, yeah, a lot of us get the child's birthday party line or the is Mickey going to marry you line. And so I'm I'm so glad that she actually you she followed up and said, you know, it was actually beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes, she did. Now, how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited 21 and we had 18 guests total, which was a perfect intimate size for us. And, and we loved that. 
That's great. How did you choose your ceremony venue? We looked at almost all of the outdoor wedding venues. It's always been my dream to get married outside. And we realized that Seabreeze Point was just this beautiful setting and perfect for an intimate ceremony. And we looked at, I believe it's called Luau Point also at the Polynesian. But uh, after looking a little closer, we just decided that Seabreeze Point was a perfect fit for us. It was just a gorgeous setting. And then how did you decide to do a catered event at the attic after the ceremony? Well, we didn't want to end the day at 10.30 in the morning, which we had a 9.30 a.m. ceremony. And we wanted to you know, stretch our event out. And instead of having a huge reception, we wanted to have uh, a nice intimate lunch. And we found that the attic was so close to Seabreeze Point, And there was a beautiful view of Crescent Lake. And you can see Spaceship Earth, the Epcot ball in the distance. <laughs> Uh, and it just had this beautiful balcony with this view. And we've heard such good things about the Disney catered events, having delicious food, and the staff being so welcoming and helpful. And we uh, just decided that we wanted to have a, a small reception this way. Got it. And did you add a dessert party or a welcome party? We had a dessert party uh, that evening at Epcot. We went to the Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, fireworks show. And we arrived at International Gateway, or at least many of our guests did. And Justin and myself got a limo to the backstage of Epcot. And we met our guests there at the United Kingdom Lockside location for the dessert party. Oh, that's a great one. Do you have any menu recommendations from your catered event or from your dessert party? Well, actually, originally I didn't see that we could do a, anything besides dessert parties uh, in the planning kit until I started doing some research and asking around the uh, Diz boards and, and the Diz Brides Facebook group, and I realized that we can do more than just desserts. And so we ended up going with the Mickey Soft Pretzels, and we went with the Tropical Fruit and Seasonal Fruits uh, with a mango yogurt sauce. We also had tiramisu cups. And of course, as Disney fans, we decided that we would like to have the gray stuff, which they also have at the Magic Kingdom in the Beast Castle. That's awesome. We also had beverages at the United Kingdom Lockside. And we had our favorite drink offered, which were the mint juleps, which we have at Disneyland. It's sort of a tradition that Justin and I have. And so we specifically asked for mint juleps to be served along with other hosted beverages. And that was one of the, the favorite items of the evening. That's cool. Did they taste like the ones at Disneyland? They really did. The only thing is that we, at Disneyland, we always have the non-alcoholic versions because Disneyland is a dry park. However, at the dessert party, we asked if they could put a little something extra to it. So they were adult beverages, but they tasted just like Disneyland's mint juleps. Oh, that's great. So can you tell me a bit about your process for planning all these events from so far away? Sure. Well, initially, I, well, my husband and I chose our date based on uh, the weather in Florida for the time of year we'd want to get married. And also the availability of our favorite photographers, uh, the Roots. And so we went with mid-May. It was May 17th. We didn't want to risk uh, weather being too hot or too rainy in the afternoons. 
And so we started to frame our wedding around this. And then uh, living in California, we weren't able to really visit the sites. And so we did a lot of research, looking at all the pictures of the venues and, and reading through your guidebook about how to go about planning the wedding. I also looked a lot at the Diz Brides Facebook group for, for ideas and money-saving tips. Especially your guidebook was very helpful with that. And we also communicated with our coordinator, Chrissy, who did really an amazing job. I asked her a lot of questions and sent her a lot of emails, and she was always very helpful in responding. And so it was, uh, it was a very positive experience planning this wedding. That's so great to hear. Which options from the package did you choose? With the floral, we went with the two boutonnieres, which Justin had one and his best man had one. And uh, we went with the Tropical Splendor flowers. And we also had scattered rose petals down the aisle. And we also included the Mickey crystals in each boutonniere. And they gave us Mickey crystals to put in my bouquet and my bridesmaids' bouquets. I actually made the bouquets myself with my mom. And so it it was nice to add that extra Disney touch. And then we included extra floral decor. Now, in the Disney planning kit, they show that you can get floral enhancement packages, but we decided to go with the a la carte floral items. For example, we didn't want a whole package, but we wanted the white chiffon swagging with the three floral clusters over the archway. And so we asked if this was possible, and apparently it was. So we had tropical splendor clusters over the archway. And we also got the rose petals for tossing um, during the exit photo. And we had the whimsical romance cake. And for this, we actually did uh, two flavor combinations for the two tiers. The top tier, we had red velvet cake with the gray stuffed filling, which is actually a cookies and cream filling. And then in the bottom tier, it was a marble cake with Bailey's mousse, and it was delicious. I'm so glad that you mentioned those floral packages. I think a lot of people don't understand that just because the floral package is in the escape planning kit, you don't have to buy the whole package. You can just buy elements a la carte, or you can say, here's a picture from Pinterest. Can you make me something like this? What will it cost? So I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's a great option for escape couples. Oh, yes. And I love that we went with this choice, too, because looking at the pictures now of our ceremony, that that chiffon swagging just really stood out and it, it really added a lot but I didn't want to go with the chair covers and everything else that came with that package. So it was perfect for us. And then since you had outside photography for your wedding, did you swap and use Disney for your dessert party or for a portrait session? We did, yes. We asked if we could use the two-hour photography service for our dessert party, and that um, turned out perfectly. Um, We had Ollie, and he did an amazing job. Um, He was also our photographer who two days later took our pictures for a Magic Kingdom portrait session. Uh, and he, he, again, he was just a fantastic photographer, so we were very happy with this. That's great. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline for how the day ran? So my bridesmaids and I woke up around 5.30 in the morning. This was for our 9.30 a.m. ceremony. We started our hair at, at 6 a.m., and fairy tale hair and makeup came to our house, and, and they were really wonderful. Justin and his best man uh, arrived at Seabreeze Point at 8.20 for, uh, for pictures with the roots. 
and uh, to meet with our, our day of coordinator, Chrissy. And then my bridesmaids and I arrived around 8.40 or so uh, and also took pictures and met with Chrissy. Our ceremony started at 9.30 and we had our uh, cake and champagne celebration, our first dance and group photos and exit photos and that was all between 9.30 and, and, and 10.30. Uh, and then at 11 a.m., that's when the guests were escorted to our private catered event at the attic. Uh, and so that catered event was from 11 to 1 p.m. Um, but before that, when, when the guests were escorted, that's when Justin and I took our couple's pictures together. So we were at the Roots and our videographers uh, from Cinemedia. And we just spent some time along the boardwalk and took pictures. And it was, it was a really nice moment to share with my new husband. And then we had a, a several-hour gap, actually, before our dessert party that evening. And during that gap, people asked you, what do we do with, the, with that time? And a lot of people were a little bit hesitant to have this break in the schedule. But it turned out that many of the guests went to Epcot and just wandered around the World Showcase. And so they really had a nice time just having a little mini vacation right there. And then we gathered again together around 8.45 p.m. for um, the Illuminations dessert party at Epcot. And that ended around 10. And so that was a really a wonderful way to top off our, our whole celebration. That sounds great. So when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? Photography and videography were both very important to me. Uh, as I mentioned, I was first looking at wedding dates and I, I asked the Roots, the photographers, when their availability was. And so I kind of framed our, our date around when they were able to, to be available, which I am so happy that they were. Um, they ended up being wonderful photographers and, and also videography was very important to us. And so Cinemedia did a wonderful job with that. Also, further with photography, we went with the Magic Kingdom portrait session. Uh, which was two days after the wedding, after we got to catch up on sleep just a little bit. <laughs> and so, yeah, each of, the, each of the photography options were very important to us. Got it. Which aspects were less important where you saved your money or your effort? I think a lot of the aspects were important to me, but I was able to save a lot of money by making my own bouquet and my bridesmaids' bouquets. We went with uh, latex flowers that I ordered off of Etsy, uh, and my mom and I made them ourselves, and that saved us a lot of money, and they, they turned out beautifully. That's great. So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I would say seeing Justin at the altar and, and sharing our vows together was really the most special moment. We actually had our, our vows during our ceremony, uh, which were traditional vows. And then right after our ceremony, Justin and I had a, a moment, just the two of us, and we shared personal vows together. And that really stood out to me as a special moment, very touching, and, and I'm so glad that we ended up doing that. That's interesting. Was that a suggestion of the officiant or just something you knew you wanted to do? It was something that we knew we wanted to do. Um, initially, we were thinking of sharing personal vows after the whole ceremony event, and we actually didn't mention this to our coordinator because I didn't think that, that it would be during the ceremony hour. However, after we walked down the aisle, 
we had this moment standing under a tree behind Seabreeze Point, and it was just such a perfect moment. We decided, let's share our personal vows now. And so our coordinator, Christy, just was so wonderful, and she went looking for our, our vows that we had written down. Um, I felt a little bad that we sprung this on her, but she was, she was so helpful. And we had this special moment, just spending a few minutes sharing these vows together. And um, it was really very personal and, and touching, and this really stood out to me as a special part of the day. Wow, I love that idea. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? There was something. Several weeks before the wedding, I was communicating with Chrissy about, about the violinist music. Uh, See, so yeah, I'd seen some YouTube videos of weddings at Seabreeze Point, and I had seen some videos where some of the violinists were playing uh, the music very quickly during the bride's walk down the aisle. And I was a little bit hesitant about how it might be played. And, and so Christy and I made a note for the violinist to play the original versions of the songs um, and not the, the altered versions that were kind of sped up and um, had some variations to it. Unfortunately, during my walk down the aisle and also for the wedding party's walk down the aisle, the songs were, were varied and played pretty quickly. And unfortunately, some said that they thought they were the wrong songs. They didn't really seem like what we had in mind. And so I was kind of hoping they'd be playing the original versions, but it turned out to be pretty different, which I wasn't really ready for. But I can say that violinists were very talented, and he played a wonderful song during our first dance and during the ceremony. But that walk down the aisle, it was a little bit unexpected. So that's, that was the only thing that I can say I wasn't prepared for. That's interesting. I'm glad you mentioned that because I hadn't heard that before and it, I didn't think about that. But yeah, there are different ways to play songs, especially songs, Disney songs you hear a lot. And so that's a good note for anyone who wants them to be a certain pace or a certain style to make that note and then hope that it gets communicated. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so, but other than that, everything else went perfectly and it was really a beautiful day. And Disney did a wonderful job. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal or you were worried about beforehand and then it turned out not to be? I was a little bit concerned about the weather. I had done some research that uh, around mid-May, that's when Florida can get its afternoon thunderstorms. And so that's when we decided to plan our wedding during 9.30 in the morning so that we would hopefully avoid any rain that might come in the afternoon, but also the heat later in the day. And it turned out to be an absolutely gorgeous day. It, there was no rain and it wasn't hot. And it turned out to be uh, not an issue at all. That's wonderful. Is there anything else that you know now about planning that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Well, during my walk down the aisle, uh, I realized that Justin was turned the other direction. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize that later on during the walk, as I got closer, someone would tap his shoulder and that's when he would turn around. And so during the, my, my walk down the Seabreeze Point aisle around the, the boardwalk, uh, I didn't realize that he was going to turn around when or if he would. And so I think it would have been good if we discussed beforehand if he would be turned around for the whole thing or I wasn't sure if he was missing this moment during my walk down the aisle. And so I think it would be a great idea for, for during our rehearsal to kind of talk about if the groom would be turned around or not, if he'd be watching you or waiting for a tap on his shoulder. Um, this wasn't a thought that I had 
uh, had really considered before, so I wasn't sure if he would turn around or not, but it ended up being a beautiful moment when, when, he, when he faced me when someone tapped his shoulder, and we had this perfect picture of, of Justin's face when he, when he did see me, and it was, it was still a, a very beautiful moment, but I wasn't quite sure during my walk what was happening there. <laughs> That's interesting. That's another good point that it's not something I had thought about that something to consider. So thanks for bringing that up. Of course. So do you have any other tips or advice for future brides and grooms? I would absolutely recommend reading your guidebook, Carrie. It was extremely helpful. There were so many wonderful ideas and money-saving tips and a lot of clarification in your guidebook that was very helpful to me. And I really followed it closely when we were planning this wedding. Also, I would recommend listening to your podcast and joining um, the the Diz Brides Facebook groups. Also, I recommend um, not hesitating to ask your coordinator any questions. Um, There's a lot of possibilities that are not listed in the planning kit. Uh, For example, uh, if you have a dessert party, you don't have to have all desserts. You can can go with Mickey pretzels or you can go with uh, other suggested items if you'd like. Uh, so don't be afraid to ask any questions. Also, um, remember to have fun. And uh, it's easy to get caught up in the details of the day, but the mo- most important thing is that you get to marry your best friend and really just enjoy this moment. And that's what it's all about. Oh, that's great advice. Well, Maureen, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this is going to be really helpful for anyone who's interested in planning an escape collection wedding or vow renewal at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much again for having me, Carrie. I really appreciate it. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>